off the platform to lean against the shoulders of his men. Dark sunglasses covered his eyes as one by one the players took the microphone to speak for their former coach, whom some called their best friend. Now, those are men to aspire to, our dad told us. You kids need something to aspire to. He said television was turning us all into wallpaper. He said we needed to have daily goals besides watching television all day long. Show me a person without goals, and I'll show you someone who's dead. Please, George, Mom said. It's New Year's Eve. Can we please eat a dinner in peace? But my father now directed his gaze at the little black and white television perched on his stool over my shoulder. A local Los Angeles announcer was summarizing the past year's events, the assassinations of Senator Robert F. Kennedy and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and the recent firing of Los Angeles Rams head coach George Allen. You know, my father said, not taking his eyes off the television. I'm disappointed in each of you kids. He said there was a lot to be done around the new house and no one was doing anything about it. A few weeks earlier, we had moved into our large new house. It was our third home in three years as we followed Dad, moving from team to team in the NFL. Sealed boxes still filled every room of the house. Pointing to a box in the kitchen, Dad said, You see a box like that? You unpack it. Pointing to a scrap of brown paper on the floor, he said, You see a piece of paper? You pick it up. Peeling away a strip of packing tape stuck to the edge of the kitchen table, Dad said, You see a piece of tape? You toss it out. We leapt from our dinner chairs to unpack boxes, pick up paper, toss out tape. Mom stopped us all. Not now, she said. Sit down. It's time to eat. Let's eat. You know, Dad said, It would be nice if someone said a little grace for a change. I said it last time, my oldest brother George said. I said it last time, my middle brother Gregory said. Bull, you did, my youngest brother Bruce said. I always say it. Grace, my mother shouted. Dear, I said it. Dad shook his head. Boy, oh boy, he said. Here I am fighting to get back my job, and my own family cannot even bow their heads to say a few prayers. Everyone looked to me. I was almost eight years old. When no one else wanted to say grace, I said it. I bowed my head and closed my eyes and thanked the Lord for our food and shelter and asked the Lord to help Dad get his job back with the rams. Amen, we all said together, and Dad thanked me for my special grace. And George called me ugly, and I called George a moron, and George called me a dog, and I told George to shut up, and my father said, You know, I don't like that word. And Gregory said, What word? And Bruce screamed, Shut up! And Dad just shook his head, ran his hand through his thick black hair, and said, Boy, oh boy, you kids. Now can we eat, my mother said. Who's stopping you, my father said. His gaze returned to the television. The announcer was now giving a play-by-play of Senator Robert Kennedy's assassination in the kitchen of the Los Angeles Ambassador Hotel. Now, there's a leader, Dad said. There's a man this country will never forget. My father was talking about Rosie Greer, a former Rams defensive lineman who had tackled and helped capture Kennedy's assassin, Sirhan Sirhan, moments after the shooting. The telephone rang. Uh-oh, said Dad, sitting up. Uh-oh meant, oh no. Every time the telephone rang since Dan Reeves called the day after Christmas to say, Merry Christmas, George, you're fired, my father would say, uh-oh, and refuse to answer the telephone. We knew the call would invariably be for Dad, but still we all sprang to answer it, saying, Hello? Allen Residence? Hello? 
and then we would force the receiver into our father's hand. It would usually be just another sports reporter calling to ask Dad about his uncertain future. Our number was unlisted, yet every sports writer in the country seemed to have it in his Rolodex. Earlier that day, our mother, who was French, had intercepted one such call. You Americans are so brutal, she laid into the guy, so different from the French. At least when a man is standing at the guillotine, we give him a cigarette before cutting off his goddamn head. Mom hated reporters. She said reporters were vultures preying on Dad. But Dad liked reporters. He often talked to them as if they were long-lost friends, confiding in them recently how much he loved coaching the Rams. That's all Dad wanted, he would tell reporters. Dad would tell them, I just want to coach, you see? But this time, tonight, when the telephone rang, Mom answered it. Enough! She screamed into the receiver and slammed it down, then took it off the hook. You think those goddamn reporters care if we're trying to eat our goddamn holiday dinner?